I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunner Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at gunnergeeknetwork.com. Everything has a price, one I'm not willing to pay, not anymore. This world was a beautiful place, just as it was. And you cannot have it all. You can only have the truth. And the truth is enough. The truth is beautiful. So look at this world. And look at what your wish is costing it. You must be the hero. Only you can save the day. Renounce your wish. If you want to save this world. Why would I? When it's finally my turn! The world belongs to me! You can't stop me, no one can! I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to everyone else. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week, we watch what happens when you let someone who has never written a movie before take a strong franchise, run it into the ground, and then wonder why people disliked it so much. It's 2020's Wonder Woman 1984. But first, he goes to bed one night, totally fine, and then wakes up in the middle of the street the world has gone to shit, and, well, who am I kidding? It's just Jason's normal Saturday night at the bus station. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing okay, but I hate your guts. But look, you chose the number. You decided when to stop. No, 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 no. You're not placing—you put this on the list. You know, I only put it on the list because it's superhero. You put this on the list, therefore I hate and your you. And you chose it. I didn't choose, choose it. it. Yeah, you chose it. It was R and Jesus that chose it. Well, R and Jesus hates us, and I hate Hopeful. you. So well, it's, it's right, full great. circle. All right, I, I I will take blame for now. But the next one's on you. What do you mean the next one's on me? The next one that's that's uh, that's not great. Is on you. Uh, okay. Yeah. You got any news today? Yeah, I dug some out of the shit pile of news that is the internet. Okay. All let's, right. Let's so, start with the first one. The first one from my favorite news source. We've got this covered. Nope. Uh, uh, rock, paper, shotgun. Nope. Uh, giant freaking robot. There you go. 
Yeah. 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 All right. So apparently they made a prediction two months ago saying that James Wait, Spader. Who's, who's they? Giant freaking robot. Oh, okay. Just just the website. Yeah. That gotcha. okay. they exclude they broke this exclusive story that James okay. Spader would return as Ultron in the Armor Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Well, now uh, it's you know, been confirmed by none other okay. than that absolute diehard spot on source Marvel Studio spoilers on Reddit. Okay, how how often are they correct? I have no fucking clue, and I don't really give two shits. This is the dumbest fucking article I think I've ever read before in my life. Well, I mean, at least you read it. And that's saying a lot because Giant Freaking Robot has come up with some stupid fucking articles before. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they they broke this exclusive story and now have confirmed it with somebody else that is just as irreputable as they are is absolute fucking moronic. You're going to eat those words, sir. I, maybe. When it comes to fruition. I mean, I can flip a coin and predict heads or tails and be fifty right 50% of the time. True. Which is probably a better percentage of accuracy than what Giant Freaking Robot has. Okay. Probably. Yeah. What else? All right. So from another paragon of journalistic integrity comes our next article. Yeah. We got this covered. Man, I know. (laughs) How do I? I mean, what do you, do you just go to those two sites just for the hell of it and see what happens? No, it's... All that fucking pops up on my feed are these two fucking stupid ass sites. It's because you keep going to them. So your feed is like, ooh, this is what he likes. Daddy likes this. Let's go there. So apparently the the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be one of the MCU's longest ever movies. I saw something about that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Uh, now when they say longest ever, are they like, Hey, we're going to beat you by like 30 seconds. I mean, maybe they, they didn't really say. So, um, they didn't say what the actual runtime is going to be or James Gunn didn't say what the runtime was going to be. He just said it's longer than one and two. So it could be 30 seconds longer. We don't know. Mm. Could be ten minutes. It could be an hour longer. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out this summer. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, one more. Uh, from an okay. actual kind of uh journalistic um site called Deadline Variety. No, Deadline. Oh, Deadline. Yeah. Okay. Deadline. Right. Deadline Variety. Right. They're they're fairly reputable. Um, so yeah. Keanu Reeves answered a bunch of fan questions on Reddit. Uh, one of the questions was, you know, what X does he know kung fu? Yeah, he does know kung fu. He said so. Um, mm-hmm. One of the questions was, what X Men character had he always wanted to play? Can you guess? Uh, Cyclops. No. Uh, I don't know. Um, Gambit. No. no. X-Men character. Professor X. No. Um, wait, okay. So is it a mainstream X-Men yes. character? Okay. All right. Um, Wolverine? Yes. Really? Yeah, he says, I did always want to play Wolverine. Hey, he's skinny as shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say that. I mean, Hugh Jackman was pretty damn skinny, and he got himself jacked. Dude, Hugh Jackman is 6'2". I don't think Hugh well, Jackman is skinny. <laughs> well, he just did, yeah. Yeah, he's 6'2", which is, like, completely contradictory to the Wolverine character. Right, yeah. Wolverine is only, like, 5'8", five, 5'7". Five, he's a short little yeah. fucker, but yeah, Hugh Jackman carried it well, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hugh Jackman was jacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, He also said that uh, he has talked about reviving the character Constantine with James Gunn. Now that James Gunn is the DC co-head 
Um, yeah. But he didn't give any more details about that or about if a film is expected or anything like that. So, Well, he's been saying stuff like that for a few years now. Yeah, he said that he wanted to, re- to be Constantine or... again. Yeah, so he, yeah. he likes the character. He likes the franchise. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, maybe James Gunn will bring it back. So It's kind of maybe. one of those... Not not quite mainstream titles that James Gunn really likes to bring to the fore. So right, I could I could see Gunn bringing back Constantine. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting to see what he does with it. Yeah, um, or whoever through you know directs it or whatever. It'd be interesting to see how they move it forward. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anything else, or are you just you sticking with three? Yeah, I'm sticking with three. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get this over with as quickly uh, and as painlessly as possible. It's gonna be well, painful. I was gonna say painless is not happening. No, this is just gonna be a bash fest this week. I think, and it's punching down. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. All right, let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The movie is starting out great. Patty Jenkins and her crack writing skills managed to contradict herself within the first five minutes of the movie. Princess Diana, who wasn't supposed to be trained, but was in secret, is competing in a race to show off her skills in front of her mother. Why are we seeing the young Princess Diana again? There isn't anything that is shown that matters to the movie. We time warp to 1984 and Wonder Woman is contradicted again. It's established in Batman vs Superman that she kept a low profile and stayed off of the radar for many years. Apparently, that is accomplished by saving people in broad daylight and thwarting would-be thieves in front of everyone in a mall. Moving on. It's been 40 years since the first movie and Diana is still hung up on Captain Kirk, who she interacted with for like a week. I guess he boldly went where no man had gone before and explored strange new worlds, or he shoots rainbows that makes demigods all weak in the knees. Diana befriends a nerdy girl, that I'm pretty sure will eventually become hot and popular like a classic 90s rom-com. They head out to an early dinner that lasts until late in the night. Barbara is walking home and is accosted by a drunk dude. Diana saves Barbara, and Barbara heads back to the museum to do some research on a rock that was found during the mall heist. Little does she know, it's a wish rock and her wish to become like Diana is granted. The next morning, bam! Barbara is pretty, popular, and strong. The Mandalorian shows up at the museum looking for his next bounty and the wish rock catches his eye. That night at a museum party, Mando finds Barbara, takes her somewhere more secluded, steals the wish rock, and makes out with hot Barbara. Meanwhile, Diana is hit on by some weirdo at the party, but he says her safe word, which triggers her Captain Kirk fantasy and the two make out in the room, head out for a walk, and then make love on his sweet futon. Back at Joel's place, he wishes he was the rock and absorbs the wish rock and turns himself into a genie. Figuring out that Joel stole the rock and that the rock has some sort of magical powers, Diana and Steve break into Joel's place to search for clues. They figure out the stone was enhanced with god juice and that Mando's next bounty was in Cairo. Unfortunately, Captain Body Snatcher doesn't have a passport, so the two do the next best thing. They steal a fully fueled fighter jet from a museum, let the guy who only knows 40s aviation technology pilot the damn thing and then turn it invisible and fly to Cairo on one tank of gas. That's awesome writing for you. Wonder Woman eventually catches up with the Red Viper and begins the normal action movie car chase that this movie desperately needed. Diana, in her weakened state, is shot in the shoulder and takes 10 damage. That doesn't stop her, but she does struggle a bit with saving some kids in the street. Apparently, kids are tough in Egypt, Diana loses her grip on her lasso and ends up rolling onto the street with the kids. I swear they were crushed during the initial impact, but that's not the case, they are fine, shrug it off, and Wonder Woman keeps her dealings a secret by saying shush. Never mind the military truck she just flipped in the middle of the road a minute earlier. Okay, this is getting ridiculous, we're glossing over the rest of this. Joel is able to find a satellite that touches everyone, because that's how satellites worked in the 80s. He hijacks the signal and touches the world. People start making wishes and the world goes to shit real quick. Wonder Woman shows up in her solid gold dancer outfit. Does the tango with Barbara, who is a cheater now because reasons. 
Cheetah is defeated, Mando is truth lassoed, Wonder Woman monologues to the world, and everyone gives up their wishes. Cue the corniest ending to a superhero movie ever where the villain learns the power of love and isn't punished at all for his crimes because everyone completely forgets what happened six months ago credits. Alright. 2020's Wonder Woman 1984. And uh, yeah, I, I do need to say... Uh, the first one happened in World War One. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I. So around I got like my 1917, Steves. yeah. Yeah, I got I got my Steves confused, um, and I was thinking of Captain America. Steve Rogers, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Totally different was, universe. Yeah, different universe. World War Two, you know. Sorry, apologize. I mean, they're both captains. They're both Steves. I mean, it, it, I can see how it could be confusing so many fucking things wrong with this movie yeah yeah okay i'm not even going to ask you thoughts because i know what your thoughts are um and i so this this was difficult and and you know this uh because you and i were going back and forth going didn't we already cover this <laughs> i know it seems like we did. And I looked yeah. and I looked. I was like, God, oh, I, did I, know, too. I know we covered this. Yeah. I know we fucking did a show on this. Why yeah. does it feel like we've done a show on this? But I never right. I never found her. I don't think we have. It just I th- feels like we yeah. have. I think, I think we've talked about it in passing while talking about other Justice League movies. Um, and I, and I, and I seem to recall that we might've talked about it a little bit, like when it first came out, um, in, in kind of our news segment type of stuff. And I'm sure there was a Crowley rant in there somewhere during those times. Um, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I I know that you don't like it. Oh, I hate this movie. But, but I am nothing if not a consummate professional podcaster <laughs> what i need oh, you sorry you were serious yeah, yeah 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 i'm totally serious here serial totally serial i need you to give me one good thing that you liked about this movie and you can't say the credits um or or the gal gadot in a white dress with a slit all the way up to her hip Okay, all right. I'll give you that one. What about a scene in this movie? Gal Gadot in a white dress with a <laughs> slit all the way up to her hip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will say that Gal Gadot is the best thing in this movie. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So initially, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Um, you, you know, didn't it, hate it, it. it. How did you I not didn't, hate it? I mean, this movie is awful. Like, like I okay. So I didn't hate it in terms of like, just I didn't like it. I I thought it was weak, but it was. It's not like it's beyond weak. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's very it's very stupid. But initially, initially, I didn't hate it but i didn't like it now you know i'm never gonna watch it again if i never watch it again it'll be too soon well so we're gonna do a wonder woman marathon next week no we're not yeah we are not doing a wonder woman marathon we have already covered wonder woman we've already covered wonder woman 84 with this show we got i am not covering wonder woman Woman. what Wonder Woman 3, that's going to come out soon. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 it will. Oh, wait. There's not going to be a Wonder Woman did, 3. Did the DCEU completely fold? Yes. Oh, did Patty Jenkins get shit canned? Absolutely. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> because of this abomination of a film. Yeah. Yeah, this this was not this was not good. Um, I don't, I don't know who was in charge, uh, but they shouldn't have been 
because they shouldn't have let somebody write their first screenplay to what should be a franchise slash blockbuster summer movie um, thing. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't have. Now, was this actually her first actual writing credit? Because she had had other... No, yes. I, so I looked... I, I. Well, okay. So I looked it up. <laughs> and I don't... I don't see anything on Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. I didn't see anything where she was a writer I, I mean of course it's not showing well story showing by patty jenkins and jeff johns screenplay yeah. by patty jenkins jeff johns and dave callaham so they brought in jeff johns and dave callaham i think to actually help her write the script yeah, but yeah to I, clean think it up. Is, I think this is her to, story yeah to clean up the hot mess maybe <laughs> maybe i don't um, know i don't know and they did the best they could let's uh a little research on the fly, uh, whoops, uh, writing credits. Oh, I'm looking at it. Oh, you are? Yeah. Wikipedia holder of all knowledge says that screenplay by Patty Jenkins, Jeff right. John, and David Callum. And it says under development here that um, on September 13th, 2017, it was reported that the Expendables writer Dave Callahan would join the film to co-write the script with Jenkins and Johns who had already been working on it for several months. Right. Okay. So also apparently she wrote uh, Monster. Monster. Which was the first film that she did that was with uh, Charlize Theron. Uh, she had like, a, she looked like an old lady, had a, had a prosthetic nose. Got some makeup awards for it because she didn't look anything like. Yeah, I don't remember if I've seen that movie or not. I haven't seen it. I just I remember that it was a it was a big deal um, when it came out. It was a big it was a big uh, a, a critically acclaimed. Um, so it's a crime drama written and directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, it's about a serial killer um, who uh, it's about a serial killer uh, murdering a prostitute or something. Oh, is that the one with um, uh, Christina Ricci uh, in it too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I have seen that Christina one. Christina Ricci. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. So, one. so apparently she wrote and directed this one um, and then thought, Hey, it's been 17 years since I've written anything else. Let's do it. It's a um, shitty story. Very much so. I mean, and it says it all at the beginning. And I remember I remember this when it first came out and I watched it. Now, we watched this on HBO Max. Well, yeah, uh, because it came, came out during the 2020, pandemic. 2020, yep. Came out December 25th, 2020 during... Uh, during the pandemic um, on HBO Max. I remember, you know, I tried to watch it before then. Um, I think I tried to watch it in April, um, but that didn't happen because um, you got a fancy version of it in April. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> yeah, that one was terrible. Yeah, it was a, it was uh, a pre-release. Pre-release. Pre it, it was before any of the CGI was put in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a screening version is what it right, was. Yeah. Right, right. The weirdest thing is is Gal Gadot. Man, she they must do a lot of like CGI effects to her because she looked a lot like Rick Astley. Yeah, Astley yeah. So, yeah. yeah. In real life Gal Gadot looks like identical to Rick Astley. Okay. Uh, it's all in post that that they make her look like they do, like she does in, in the film. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, that explains a lot. All right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, came out came out during the pandemic. I forgot all um, about that. <laughs> yeah, you forgot your Rick Rolling, James and I for April Fools. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. 
because it was supposed to come out around that time. Right, right. But right? they delayed and it. Then, and then they delayed it for a while. It was... Uh, uh, they delayed it, it hoping that the it? pandemic would end and people would, would start end. going back to the theater. Right. But right. by Christmas, they realized that it was we were in for the long haul and they went ahead and released it as part of yeah. HBO Max's strategy to get eyeballs on the screen. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I remember watching this and watching the opening thing and going... What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So because <laughs> go ahead. I was gonna say because they established in that first one that like she was being trained in secret. Right. For the longest time until her mom found out. But I, I seem to recall she that was she older was when older. she found out. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't like Gal Gadot Gal Gadot. No, she was like older. a teenager. Right, she was a teenager, and this one, not more than maybe like seven or eight, you know, uh, maybe maybe ten. I think she was probably ten. I think she was preteen. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it it goes and and very proficient in what she was doing. Yeah. So, which, and that's that's another thing that I had was she was she was well trained, right, and she had strength so she had abilities that were helping her keep up with the adult amazonians right right and in the first one they established that she had never really realized that she had that kind of strength or power before like, until she unlocked her bracers right until right. she unlocked or her bracers and, and leveled up or whatever the fuck she did and then she discovered that she had strength whenever she was trying to jump Falling. over to that tower and, and right. ended up being and able missed. to and missed, but caught herself on the brick whenever she shoved her fingers through it. So right. but now she's got this, you know, this extra strength, this extra speed, these extra Super abilities. Agility. Yeah. And she's a well trained warrior. She's as well trained as pretty much all of the rest of them that she's competing with at the tender age of like, you know, ten to twelve years old. Right. So right. yeah, the, the the opening of this fucking movie just totally contradicts all of the character building that they did in the first fucking movie. Right, right. So it's like Patty goes, you know, Zach, I like what you did, but fuck but off, fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna do my own thing. Um, which DC the the DCEU is really bad about that with all of Snyder's stuff unfortunately well that's that's one of the reasons that it folded is because they had right. no consistency across their franchise right or uh, yeah yeah and and even from movie to movie in terms of uh, within the same stuff right you know i mean it's it was so dumb and then and then i'm like okay great this is this is stupid this is a throwaway. They were just trying to show that, you know, she's got some abilities or whatever. And then she's running around being superhero. Right. When she was supposed to be an unknown. Right. Oh, like but she only... did take out the cameras. Remember that? She took off her little oh, headset. Yeah, 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 but yeah, after yeah. the cameras had been rolling and watching everything, I mean, did she think that just because she broke the camera, she broke the tape too? Yeah, tape wasn't a thing back then, Jason. Oh, wait. No, it yeah, yeah, was. We, yeah, no, no, no. When you break the camera, there's a feedback loop that goes in <laughs> and magnetically erases okay. the tape. Yeah, okay. Right. But, well, regardless of that, I mean, even even the whole, you, you know, the whole thing with, with, with Bruce Wayne finding her or whatever basically said, hey, I know there's something to you because here's a picture of you right from world war 1 right um you know there would be based off of what happened in 84 there would be a, a shit more oh yeah evidence i mean she was a common name whenever all hell broke loose and she was walking through the streets and everything was in chaos you could hear her name in the background everybody was going where's wonder woman why won't wonder woman save us or wonder woman's coming or blah 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 oh, that's so right. wonder yeah. woman was a fucking common name 
in at least 1984. Yeah, DC 84 maybe. I I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but uh, but again, uh, Batman consistent. has <laughs> you know has a, a a network that that has broad reach. So he would have found yeah. some sort of article or or video or something uh, mentioning Wonder Woman in 1984, right. if nothing else. Right, right. Maybe didn't know the name, didn't know, you know, Diana Prince, but would have known Wonder Woman, I would think. Uh, you know, it's just, she shouldn't have written this. No, it's, she a, shouldn't it's, have touched it's, an, it. it's an awful movie. There's, there's no real antagonist in this movie. I mean, no. Pedro Pascal's character is the closest thing that we have to an antagonist. Right. But even then, he's he's not really the antagonist. He's he's a fucking plot device is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. What was and, his motivation and- other than trying to get the wish stone so that he could have his wish granted? And then he somehow knew to make himself the wish stone. What was his motivation after that point? Why was he granting everybody wishes? Well, because when he, when a wish is granted something, you have to pay a price and that price would be something to his benefit. Sure. So that he could get what he wanted without paying the price. Yet he was paying the price because it was killing him every time he granted a wish. Well, yeah, because he he had made a wish. He wished to yeah. be the wish stone. Oh, and so every time a wish. Okay, yeah. I I don't know. <coughs> I don't. Yeah, he was. He's supposed to be the villain, sorta. But then is redeemed at the end, supposedly. But he's not redeemed. But he's not, yeah. He I mean, just turns, he, he, oh, I want to be with my son. He rejects his wish in the end so he can be with his son. So, again, a, a purely greedy motive at that point. He wants to. He, he doesn't want to lose his son, so he renounces his wish. It's not like right. he was doing it in an altruist, altruistic fashion. That was just purely for him. He wasn't doing it for the world. He wasn't doing it to save anybody. He just wanted to be with his son. Right. So what would have happened if not everybody had renounced their wish? Well, see, so the the way to break the curse or whatever, from what it sounded like, is you either renounce your wish or the stone is destroyed. So, with him renouncing his wish, basically saying, I no longer want to be the stone, does the stone rematerialize, or has it been destroyed? Well, you would think it would rematerialize, because when other people renounced their wishes, their shit was reversed. The missiles were reversed, explosions Mm -hmm. were reversed, that wall that uh, surrounded Cairo was reversed. Um, yeah, yeah, things reverse, so you would think that this stone would have rematerialized as well. Maybe we don't know, we never saw it. Well, yeah, because that's a, a loose plot thread that they didn't think to fucking wrap up. Yeah, that's that eh, doesn't matter. Fuck it, we'll take care, we'll take care of it in Wonder Woman 3, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and even, even. Barbara being Cheetah. Yeah, how did she become Cheetah? He made her a but predator? But she had already had a wish. But he said that he is generous, and so maybe... But he didn't give What's-His-Face a second wish whenever he wanted him to uh, wish that he could visit the president. Well, no, so so I don't think I don't think he was granting the wish. What, I th- what I'm thinking is you know people were making the wishes and so he was that doesn't explain why she turned into a cheetah though right i was going to say he was 
okay, I'm going to take your feminality or whatever and give it to this lady or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so you think he took one of the, the, uh, clawbacks from somebody making a wish Mm -hmm. and gave it to her. And pushed it over to her, yeah. So because but it he looked said, like as I'll give you her strength, I'll give you or something, and then I'll give yeah. you her rage. Right, right, and then that's when she started like freaking out now, uh, or, or or you know changing, I guess. But you never. Why did she turn into a cheetah? Right, yeah. Where did the cheetah come from? She said that she wanted to be an apex predator. Right, but. Was somebody else a cheetah, or did a cheetah make a wish? That's what I'm thinking. Is maybe a cheetah, ma- cheetah made a made wish? A wish? So, yeah, and um, oh, so Chester Cheeto uh, made a Chester wish. Cheetah? To Chester Cheetah from the Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Cheeto mascot. He, yeah, yeah. He made a wish to have more Cheetos. Uh, for everybody to love Cheetos and be, Cheetos be the only thing. And they said, great, but I'm taking your Cheetah mascot. But I don't think Chester Cheetah existed in 1984. Well, it's because he they took the Cheetah away and then the wish was reversed. <laughs> Let's do a I mean, let's do a time check there. So yeah, let's see Chester Cheetah. <laughs> Or just Cheeto brand, I guess. Oh, Chester Cheetah. Yeah, he didn't come about until... Oh, no. No, Cheeto's original mascot was Cheeto's Mouse. Which debuted Cheeto's in mouse. 1971 to 1979. Yeah, that's what. That's a mascot that you want to have for food, is a mouse. Uh, is a mouse, yeah. Well, they were, they were uh, banking on the Mickey Mouse sure. craze. But Chester Cheetah didn't come about until 1986. Oh, they were off by a few months. It was in R and D. It was going through, um, um, you know, the the. It was going through the uh, audience acceptance phase. Sure. Yeah, they were doing some research, market research. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know why she she turned into a cheetah. That other than to get cheetah into the show, right. Because Cheetah is a a classic Wonder Woman antagonist, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just it's like it's like she grabbed pieces from co- she went to Wikipedia and said, "Hmm, which villains should I get? Oh, I'll get this one. What's his powers? Oh, he has the power of like persuasion or suggestion." Um, in some of his forms. Great. We're going to make him a wish genie. Ooh, what's this one? Cheetah. Cheetah. That sounds great. How did she become a cheetah? Well, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't care. Um, we'll just make something happen. That's, yeah. I think that's literally what it was. Absolutely shitty writing. Yeah. So, um, in one of the, one of the uh, critiques and I'm curious if you subscribe to this mentality. One of the critiques is that basically this this movie um, promoted rape culture. Oh, because the uh, body snatching? Because of the body swapping or body, yeah, mostly body snatching, right? Not even swapping. Yeah, no, it's not, it it's wasn't not like, like a, he was in another body yeah, doing his own thing. He was right. He was taken he was over, straight up dead. Yeah, and taken over by a ghost. Yeah, you gotta kind of wonder where his consciousness went while Chris Pine was was in control. Was he still right. there? Did he? He obviously didn't. He obviously wasn't still there because, or have any memories of what happened because because he didn't recognize. Yeah, her. he didn't recognize her on the street, you know, later that winter, whenever they saw each other again. Mm -hmm. So you got to wonder what he thinks happened in that, you know, several days to a week time span 
that all this all this took place. Well, and especially like I said when I introduced you, especially that like we know he woke up or 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 Trevor Steve Trevor woke up on a futon. Right. Right. He woke up in bed. Right. So that means the dude went to sleep. Went to sleep. So it would be like he, he slept for like a week. Yeah, but then he when she renounced his, her wish, he's in the middle of the street. <laughs> in the middle of a shitstorm. And all hell has broken <laughs> yeah. loose. So he's got to be freaking the fuck out. Right? But nothing. So like, well, it doesn't well, make sense that they they put him in somebody else's body. If this is an actual wish and this is some sort of a magical I device, back. I want Steve back. Steve materializes back. They right. don't. They don't need the the trope of him taking over somebody's body. Now you ask the question: Do I think this promotes rape culture? No, I don't. I don't think that was the intention of okay. him taking over the the body. Then you know, but since but they since was... they had sex without his consent and it was his body right. that was actually doing the sexual act. I don't think I don't think that was their intention. Now you can right. read it that way. I think that's being a little bit pedantic, but it, no, I, I don't think this is. Well, that's uh, yeah. To me, that sounds more like uh, you know somebody basically being butt hurt. You know, getting their getting all in a tizzy for because they can. Yeah, I I, I don't of, I don't think sunflowers. They may not have you know thought about it whenever they were writing this. I don't think she thought about a lot of shit when she was she writing this. think about it. Yeah. So, no, like, oh. but I don't think that was her intention. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a promotion of, of, of rape culture. I think that's a, right. that's an extreme, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think it's dumb writing. I don't think you need to do that in the first place. This is, right. this is a magical device. This is something that the gods built. Why wouldn't he just, be there? Why wouldn't he just have materialized in physical form with his own fucking body? Right. I know she's just trying to get, just trying to get Chris Pine back in the movie and all that other bullshit. But honestly, I think to me it made her weaker as a character. You're you're basically saying that Wonder Woman has never gotten over Steve. Yeah. Steve in all these years. Yet you see pictures where she had a ranch at one point. Named Trevor, Trevor ranch. ranch. Yeah. Trevor After ranch. Steve. Right. So, right. Okay. Well, that's fine. But you would think at some point she would move on. It is what it is. You know, but you know, I said 40 years, but it was more than 40 years. I yeah. Mean, it was like 70 years, 70 years. Right. You know, He's the one that got away, and I have never found anybody else in 70-plus years of whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, just, she she fell in love deeply and never recovered from him sacrificing herself. I'm not that upset with that character arc. I mean, it. some people are like that. Some people just never get over a lost love like that. And, and that, that's a perfectly but a, fine character. Uh, but a one trait. week love. I, they were, they were in this shit together for more than a week. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the wonder month. woman probably took place over a month or two. I don't think it took place that long. Yeah. Just, just their travel alone would have facilitated that much time. No, that was a magic boat. So that boat would have taken at least several days, if not a week or more, to get from Timiscara, which you know you figure is probably somewhere in the Mediterranean, up to Britain. It was a fucking rowboat or a sailboat with a small sail. Mm. So I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, maybe a week. If you're, you know, going balls to the wall a week. I'm more than likely two. And then they go from Britain all the way into uh, Germany. And they fought battles along the way because they were helping people along the way and fighting battles. So, yeah, that, it probably took place in a month or two. 
because you figure there's there's probably planning and gathering supplies and getting everything ready the travel you know there's logistics involved okay so All they right, had plenty well. of time to to get together and and it's a really intense kind of of moment so they bonded really quickly they fell in love you know it's it's a it's a really intense kind of love because there's a lot of stress going on too and well, it's her first Dan hits her first love her first deep love you know it's yeah I can I can imagine and then she loses him just as you know she's fallen head over heels for him that would be traumatic so I can see her having you know having issues moving on yeah I don't know that that part of the character trait or of the character that trait of the character doesn't bug me that's one of the very few fucking things in this movie that didn't really bug me about it oh we found something yay something that didn't bother jason that was it yeah that was probably it (laughs) yeah nothing else in this movie that i could think of didn't bother the shit out of me like that fucking jet that they took from the smithsonian yeah 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 okay first that was a tornado well, it mm-hmm. looked like a tornado from the outside. But the inside had tandem seating. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's or side-by-side side seating, not tandem seating. Side-by-side oh. side seating, so I don't think that the inside was a tornado. But it, the outside definitely looked like a tornado, and the tornado does not have the legs to make the journey from D.C. to Cairo in one hop. Not even anything? close. Does anything from the eighties have the legs yeah, to yeah. make there, that? There were some... That's not supersonic. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there were plenty of jets that had, you know, fuel or, or big enough fuel tanks to to make that transcontinental flight. Apparently, it was a, a tornado. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's side by side seating. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know where they got the fucking cockpit from. But not only that, he is a World War One pilot. He flew biplanes that had like a fucking pull throttle and a right. stick for flaps, and that's fucking it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a depending on the biplane, you either started it by cranking the fucking propeller. Or there may have been a push-button ignition if it was a later biplane. There wasn't, you know, fuel and and engine and this this uh, throttle. throttle. And yeah, there was nothing like that. He would have gotten in that fucking modern to the like, to the eighties era the fighter. Looked at all those knobs and switches and gone. I have no fucking clue how to fly this. Yeah, but but dude, flying, you just feel the air. <laughs> Yeah, and then she discovered fly. Oh, and the fucking invisibility thing. That was just out of nowhere. Yeah. I made a coffee cup invisible once, and now I'm going to make this plane invisible because then we'll be able to uh, outrun the radar or get by the radar. That's not how Mm -hmm. radar works. Radar doesn't care about, you know, visibility. Radar shoots fucking rays at you and then reads the bounce back. So they're still solid, Radar is still going to bounce off of them and come back. Radar is still going to be able to see them, whether visible light, people that can see visible light can or not. It's magic invisibility. She's a demigod. (laughs) Right? For fuck's sake. Yeah, this... um, I'm glad. And, I mean, I'm sad that there won't be a Wonder Woman 3... Because I won't get to see Gal Gadot anymore. I'm glad. Show me in other movies. Have you have you seen the uh, um, Poirot movie uh, Death on the Nile? She's in that. Not yet. Oh, it's yeah. really good. Well, I know, yeah. I know, yeah, I know. But I, I, I won't be able to see her as Wonder Woman again. I'm, I am glad, though, that we won't have to watch another written and directed by Patty Jenkins shit well, show. Now, now wait. We may see her as Wonder Woman again. 
in the flash is a rumor. So on January 31st, according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, yeah. on January 31st, 2023, Gunn and Saffron stated that they had offered to let Godot continue playing the character of Wonder Woman in the new DC Universe films. Yeah, but I think she, I think she decided no because Patty wasn't involved, which is stupid as hell. When did she say that goodbye on Twitter? Because there was a whole shit fuffle thing where yeah. Patty Jenkins left or or was told that she is not going to be doing any other spinoffs or anything like that. When did all that happen? Um. Okay, so she says, well, no, that was 2018 where she said that. Um, there was something on December... Waiting for Instagram. So it was December 2022. Here we go. Here we go. On this day a few years ago uh, was the first announcement that I was going to play Wonder Woman. I've been so grateful for the opportunity to play as such an incredible, iconic character. And more than anything, I'm grateful for you, the fans, the most amazing, warm, loving fans in the world. I am still pinching myself to see if I will wake up. Can't wait to share her next chapter with you. Um... When was was that? December 5th, 2022. Right. And then in December Uh, 2022, The Hollywood Reporter reported that a third Wonder Woman film from Jenkins was not moving forward because it did not fit in with the newly appointed DC studio heads, James Gunn and Peter Safran's plans for the DCEU. So as of just a little over a month ago, Gunn and Safran said that Godot could continue playing the character. So if she wants to play the character, I think it's open to her. Right. I think... Which uh, I think is a wise move because it fits her, or she fits the character. Yeah. She's synonymous with it. And I really don't... Honestly, I don't... I don't... I don't envy anybody that is stupid enough to say they want to take over the character... Right. ...this soon. Right. Right this soon unless the only and really that really is a huge leap in that it's a different universe but even then you're it's just they'll always be compared to what gal did i mean yeah and and, yeah it it, you know because they really they never really they never. I don't remember ever seeing much of comparing Gal Gadot to Linda Carter. There wasn't a lot, no. But I mean, they were. You know. That was. They were. They were two different kind of genres. Right. One was a, a weekly TV show, right? And you know, this is these are blockbuster movies, right? Totally different times too. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And Linda it, Carter's it, cameo in this was kind of fucking corny as hell too. Uh, oh, it was dumb as dumb as shit. I dumb really, really shit. don't think they handled that very well. I mean, I think it was cool that they made her uh, what's her face the the character. Right. Uh, oh my uh, gosh, uh, what was the character's name? Astra. Astra or Astera. Astria. Asteria. Asteria. Yeah, Asteria. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Asteria. Um, Dysentery? Uh, Asteria, yeah, Asteria. So I, I think that was cool that they made her the character Asteria, especially in the in the scene where uh, it shows all of the, the Greeks trying to beat her down and all you see is her, her eyes, but you could kind of tell if you knew what Linda Carter looks like that that's actually Linda Carter. Right. But the, the mid-credits scene was fucking stupid. Yeah. Not great. No. All right. So I think I think we've done enough. Oh, but come on, we right haven't now. even talked about lassoing lightning and clouds and look. <laughs> she's she's the daughter of Zeus. She can harness lightning. Just go with it, okay? She didn't harness it. She just lassoed it. Right. Swung around she has, like Tarzan. She had control of it. 
Yeah, there was a lot of swing. So in this fucking one. stupid though. So much Tarzan in. Yeah. And and really also her fast running. It looked yeah, like she was on a damn trail. That treadmill. didn't look very good, no. Every single time. And it's like, God, they did such a better job in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, they really did. And this one, it just it was so stupid. So all right, let's let's move on. Um superpower roll call. Superpower roll call. Well, yeah, I'm going with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think I got to go to with Wonder Woman too. Yeah, I mean, best best superpowers. Um, I don't have furry tits. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. So that helps. Yeah. All right. You have awards. I got a few. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lung. Black Lung. I didn't really see anybody smoking, so I'll give it to Honorary Wolverine. Yep, Wolverine. I didn't see any smoking either. I tried to look. I didn't notice anything. Uh, Head Lush for me, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Diana for um, enjoying some wine by herself at the cafe. Yeah, that was kind of sad. It was. It's such, such a sad, sad thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you? I'm going to give it to uh, Pedro Pascal's character, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't even remember because I didn't care about that character that much. Maxwell Lord. Yeah, for choking on whatever liquor he was sipping when What's-His-Face kind of surprised him. He just about killed him at that point. So I'm going to give it to him. Okay. Who's What's-His-Face? Uh, the uh, his initial investor or one of his initial investors. Oh, that, yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, okay. All right, what about your player? Uh, player, 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 player. I'm going to give that to uh, good old Steve Trevor because uh, he made, he, he, like you said, he's got like some sort of, you know, rainbows he, that, that tickle mm-hmm, a god's mm-hmm. fancy mm-hmm. Uh, streaming out of his Has, dick because 70 years and she never got over him, so... Well, he boldly went. And and one of the first things they did whenever he got back was go to the bone zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On another man's bone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So I I didn't go that direction because I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, I went with Lord, um, always having a new scheme. He was just he was a player the whole time, always trying to okay. get a quick yeah. quick buck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I went that direction. Uh, purple hippo for me is going to go to the dude that got body snatched. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I I was going to give it to Diana for losing her powers, but I like yours better. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude getting body snatched. Yeah. That's got to be a what the fuck. Yeah, because you go to sleep and then you wake up and all hell's breaking loose and you got to think, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was, that was, that was a bad taco. Yeah. That's what that was. We, we've established that. That was a bad taco. It had some bad Mexican. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let me get uh, let me get this bad boy pulled up. Oh, God. Because it is, it is time for a random one. Uh, you know, we had a small stint there earlier where... Uh, it wasn't so random. Uh, we got to go back to doing some random. So, uh, I need you to pick a number between um, one and it looks like one and ninety nine. Okay, sir. which one has a good movie on it? <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> um, so I'm not picking eighty four because that's obviously uh, a bad luck. Number. That's a bad yeah, that's a bad luck number. Don't do that. Um, but if it's bad luck, then you figure the other side of the coin would be good luck. So anything below 42 should be good. 42 is the answer to uh, the universe, life, and everything. So I'm going to go 42. 42. All right. Tell me when to stop, sir. Stop. All right. No, no. 
Uh, Alright, so uh, this one's kind of a... Uh, ooh, this is kind of interesting. Alright, so in a future dystopian society, a shadowy freedom fighter known only as the alias of V plots to overthrow the tyr oh, tyrannical wow. government v with for the help vendetta. of a young one. Yeah, help of a young woman. To, uh, it is uh, 2005's V for Vendetta, which oddly enough says that it is also sci-fi. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, because uh, the dystopian future. Right, right. But based off of a comic book, um, so that's how we're getting the uh, vigilante superhero type of uh, thing happening in this. Um, it's been a long so time we'll, since I've seen this one. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Got Natalie so, Portman in it. Natalie Portman, Hugo, uh, Hugo Weaving, and Rupert Graves. So that's going to do it. For today, our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us over on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel over at smokinganddrinkinginkapes.com slash Discord. You can also email us at smokinganddrinkinginkapes at outlook.com. Be sure to visit the Gunna Geek Network for other great shows over at gunnageek.com. Uh, for this week, thank God Wonder Woman 84 is over. I'm never watching this again, and I still hate you. Great. My life is complete. We'll see you next time.